Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hello, Australia. Welcome to My Millennial Money. I'm Glenn James. We're with John Pigeon. John Pigeon. And we've got a very special guest today. It is the one and only Amy Pigeon. Welcome, Amy, to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Glenn. You're listening to My Millennial Money. So, before we get started on this special, Christmas is coming up, and I wanted to get this episode out there before it gets too crazy. We're putting the Christmas fence up at the top of the cliff rather than being into May next year and you're still recovering from Mm. your bloody Christmas spending because you're out of control and all that. So, I thought we would have Amy on to talk about how they do it in their family. And uh, I've got some tips here that we'll uh, we'll have a chat about. Yeah. And John, we've got some big news coming up next month in December. Have we? We have. It's official, guys. The podcast will live on. Yes. You know, Titanic, my heart will go on. It's <laughs> like that. 2020, where we're pumping next year, where we've secured a show partner. And that's launching in December. So, you'll start to hear about that. In December, and we've listened to your feedback. The sun will shine. The sun will shine forevermore, and so that's really exciting because you know we are paying to get the episodes edited now, and there's a lot going on mm. to uh, bring this content to you. So yeah, yeah. next and month we've got to buy Christmas presents. We've got to buy Christmas presents, so that's that's where it's at. So mm. big news coming yeah. in December, guys. So look out for that. We've got our show partner, and we've also got a partner for the Facebook group because Carly is our group moderator. Really? And I pay her to do that. So, we've also got a partner to help uh, pay her bills and all you people who are in the group, you were okay with having that. Yes. And when we did the listener census, everyone was okay with a show partner and it's not going to be spammy or anything like that, but uh, that's what's coming. So, thanks for being with us on this journey. Yes. No, it's been a pleasure. You're welcome, John. Yeah. Don't think he was talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my best behaviour today. You are. <laughs> all right. So, Christmas, it's coming up, Ames. It is. You're all set. I've done a bit. You've done a bit? Yeah. Bit but, sorted. B- bit sorted. But before we get into it, mm. John and I were actually, when I first started the podcast and when you did the episode with like the kids yep. and money and all that, I was like, oh, What's it like? And people wanted to know what's it like to be with John and is this freaking emblem of perfection. And emblem. <laughs> I, you know what, the longer I know him, my question is to, you know, how the hell do you put up with it? How do you do it? How do you do it, though? I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's wild. It's just wild. And I'll give you a classic. Why, what are his habits oh, that annoy you, okay. Here's an example. Okay. So, see how I'm drinking a coffee? Yep. John drank a coffee just before. I text John while I was walking down to the cafe. Do you guys want coffee? Yep. He just sends back a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that doesn't say whether we both want one. Yes, thank you. And I'm like, okay, mate, what type? 
and then didn't reply and I'm at the counter and I, I called him. I was on him, a phone call. Whatever. Offense. Coffee's important. <laughs> and he says, flat white, Ames not sure. So, you don't have a coffee because I don't know if John was not sure if you wanted one or not sure what type you have. No, that's fine. No, well, I knew what she has, but she doesn't have it regular. What does she have? Chai latte. She could have a green tea. Could be a bit of a peppermint tea going on there. It could be just a bottle of water. Right. Yep. So, that's why you're without drink right now. (laughs) That is quite all right. I wouldn't have wanted one. So, is that the type of vibe that you get all the time? It's like you get a response, but without any detail? Pidge is not known for his attention to detail. But it's no. weird. When he's working with clients, he's really good. Mm. So mm. I, don't, I don't get it. I, I can't think be that's a skill that, that he's developed though too. I can't be that good all the time <laughs> being attentive to detail. I get to go home, relax and not be as attentive. Yeah, because I'm excited that he's got his, his, his nose fixed to stop the wheezing. Because <laughs> I've had my nose fixed in the past and I was like, oh, what surgeon are you going to? We might have the same one. Doesn't know the guy's name. No, wouldn't have a clue. No. Doesn't know where his referral is. No. So. Doesn't know where his house keys are. Anyway, this is about <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> All right. So, Ames. Meant to be a joyful time of oh, the year. It is. <laughs> I'm so happy. So, like, how do you. So, you've got three kids. Yep. When in the year do you start planning Christmas in your household and how do you do it? Probably, normally, I start thinking about it October is probably when I start rolling around in the back of my mind thinking sure. of things. But I also have, and I'm going to have to stop doing this as the kids get older, but I also have in the notes section of my phone a running list that I add in through the year, not just for the kids but for Pidge or other people if he mentions, oh, I'd like that or I want that or one of the kids say, oh, I'd like this and I just pop it in there. So I've kind of got a bit of a, a list of ideas. Yeah, yeah. And then... um yeah, and then probably normally about October I start sort of thinking about it. Yeah, I guess because some I think we probably try to buy the kids less stuff, but I'm happy to buy them a bigger thing if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, more so, meaningful gifts. Yeah, that's yeah. right, or something that they're going to actually use. We've had a request for a surfboard this year, so I'm happy to buy a surfboard. That's something he's going to use, and I'd rather buy a surfboard than buy a few cheaper little toys or whatever, but... I hope Charlie's not listening to the podcast in the next <laughs> month or so. Oh, oh, we've got a question here from Charlie. <laughs> Charlie's what's, called in. What yeah. size is this going to be, this thing? <laughs> but, um, yeah, just always mindful too that that's not the sort of thing that you can go out and grab on Christmas Eve that you need to sort of be a little bit uh, more mm. organised. And in your household, are you blanket every kid's getting $200 gift and I'll spend $200 per child or is it more qualitative surfboard he really wants that it's four hundred dollars yeah where max wants this and it's only two hundred dollars so yeah and it swings and roundabouts right that's exactly right and i tell that to the kids and we've started saying to them you know the older that you get your gifts that you're requesting are more expensive so you have to understand that you might not get you know so many things quality presents i suppose Mm, and we've probably transitioned a bit towards more experiences as well yeah not just gifts and and how does that play out like what experiences have you been doing recently for the kids or is there an experience you'll do at Christmas, like here's a voucher to skydive kids? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like it might be time with their cousins or it might be like a couple of years ago we did a voucher book where they get to use the vouchers in the book and they're just basic things like a, a day with mum or a day with dad or go fishing with grandpa or something like That's that. That's cool. 
That's a really good idea. And this is why I wanted to have a real live example for those who have kids yeah. out there because I'm without child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they loved it. They That voucher book that I made them was probably their favourite present, except yeah. they don't follow the rules when they want to use it. It's I want a voucher book from they, John. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, what would he put in it? But so we put, like I put in it things like this voucher entitles you to one day off school with mum. So, you mm-hmm. know, pick when you use it. But they want to like it'll be at 8.30 in the morning and they're dressed and I'm trying to get out to work and they go, I want to claim my voucher. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. And, and we need to have stamped it as well because yeah. we've they already used that reuse voucher. It. Oh, can't wow. reuse. But, we, yeah, so we – and there was all sorts of things that we put in there, mm. you know, like you can choose dinner or you can, you know, let's go out for ice cream and or whatever. And that's fun because that's a family yeah. thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And with the experiences side of things, we uh, normally most Christmases will buy them tickets to a show. So – um, haven't decided what I'm going to get, but you know, I can't think what like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory sure. or something like that. Like a, so that's a bit of an experience. That's a day in the city, and yeah. So trying to sort of lean towards that style of gifting, I suppose. And do you buy so your extended family? Yeah. How does that work with? Because how many siblings have you both got? I've only got the one sister. I've got two. And how's your family work? Is it like a blanket? We buy around presents. We don't. Have we spoken about it? Is it a Secret Santa with a, mm. a, a price limit or anything like that? My side of the family, loose as. My brother and sister, we don't really buy each other presents. Yeah. What do, do you mean buy, by loose? They, There's like no presents on the Do they buy yeah. your kids' yeah. presents? Um, yeah. Yes, they, yep, buy, yep. they buy the kids a Christmas yep. present. Yep. And we get their kids' presents. So, yeah, it's more, it's more for the kids more so than yeah. us. We did the Secret Santa up until about four or five years ago and then we just sort of said, you know, mm. we're just – they're the sort of people that don't want for anything. Yeah. We're the sort of people if there's something that we need throughout the year, then we would buy it. And sure. it just kind of was like, no, let's just save our money and go out to dinner or, you know. Yeah. Like yeah, it's not do because something we don't love each other. Together. <laughs> yeah. And that, it kind of just evolved to that. And mm. their kids are older, so their eldest has just turned 18. And so that's kind of evolving to like what we buy them now and, and how we manage that. And I was only thinking this Christmas coming it will be our first Christmas when we've been in Minyip, um, where we haven't stayed with Pidge's mum. So we're going to be at Pidge's brother and sister's house with their three boys who are much older. The Santa thing's no longer for them, but we've got our three who are still very much in the Santa vibe and we're going to be trying to manage this thing of why is Santa coming to these three kids Mm, and not to those three kids. And then how do you manage the different interpretations of what Santa does between Families as yeah. well too. So it's because interesting. if there's any kids listening, as you get older, <laughs> Santa stops coming to you. That's right. Only if you think that he's not real. <laughs> I think what he's trying to say is if you believe, you receive. Right. Okay. In a less eloquent manner. <laughs> but oh. yeah, so I've been trying to think how are we going to manage those. Yeah. Anyway, we'll figure that out. Mm. So your stage of the game, mm. you guys aren't living on Struggle Street mm. and there's plenty of people who are listening who it's tight, we're getting out of debt, we're trying to save our house, yeah. we're in establishment stage. So yeah. you guys are past that kind of establishment stage. Yeah. Leading up to before you're at this stage, because you want something, you buy it now, that's mm. given. But I still, there's some type of responsibility. Like you'll know in your mind that you're not spending more than probably a grand or something. Oh, God, on, yeah. We're yeah. still very, we still very much spend like we're starting the business. We'll buy quality over quantity, but also 
I won't buy anything just for the sake of buying it. Yeah. Sure. I want to buy it to know that it'll be used. Nothing makes me crankier than seeing stuff that you've bought for the kids sitting there yeah. unused. Mm. I'd rather one gift that they use and they love yeah, yeah. And, mm. than ten that they don't or they don't need or yeah. Plus, plus they're getting a pool this year, so that's probably yeah, <laughs> yeah. The yeah they're, they're present sitting in the backyard, yeah. half yeah. built at the moment. And how did you, when you were legitimately in establishment stage, did you literally write a list and plan out how much you're spending? Yeah, yep. you, you did that. Yeah. And with your shopping, how did you go about shopping for all the gifts? Was it dribs and drabs yep. from October, or did you hit it all in one go? Yeah, no dribs and drabs. I've always running right throughout the year. I have a little box shoved in the corner of my cupboard where I've always got, you know, things that I might see throughout the year. It's normally books. I'm a bit of a book buyer. That's probably my yeah. my one thing that I spend too much money Are on. Are you a reader yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I probably buy the kids too many books too. But do you read, John? I do. I read about three pages a night before I fall asleep. Well, in the AFR. Or- <laughs> no, that's on the weekends. But uh, no, I do read a lot. He's got a pile of books on his. Bedside table that he got for Christmas last year that he mm. still hasn't touched. I've read all of Why? them. Why? He was yawning earlier today while we were recording some episodes. Mm. What's the go with that? I haven't seen him yawn like that I don't before. No, he was probably you're... up at 4.30 to go riding. <laughs> or you were boring me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that. <laughs> Maybe. I don't you're know. Either, you're either tired or bored when you yawn, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, basically. No. <laughs> Busy life, Glenn. Mm. Three kids. So if there's one thing that is a must do mm-hmm. for you around Christmas and shopping and yeah. with the gifts, and I think the important tip there is you write the list throughout the year yep. and you've got that book. So you are kind of scavenging yeah. throughout yeah. the year yeah. because when you do things last minute and rushed, mm. you always have blowout. Yeah, absolutely. Pay full tote odds, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And try and capture the old sale when it's on, if it's there as well. Yeah, and having an idea of what you want to get for that person prior to heading to the shops is always handy. Mm. And having it, a, a, you know, I will often, if I know what it is that I want, shop around online first to get a bit of a feeler for what what it's being sold for or what it is that, and so you sort of go out with a rough idea of this is the place to get it or this is so you're not just, you mm. know, walking blind into JB Hi-Fi and saying, give me, you know, X, Y, and Z, I want this and this and this because you might be able to get it, you know, a better price somewhere yeah. else. Mm. And I'm never going to JB Hi-Fi again. Why? <laughs> they sold me a refurbished external hard drive. Really? Yes. Wow. Actually, I'm going back, back there to once. take it back. Yeah. 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 Okay. So what you're saying is you just use your brain for gifts. Essentially. <laughs> be, you and, just try and, to be logical and, be and sensible. Logical. But and, in but, saying, oh, sorry. No, I just want to ask on that. Mm. I think some of you people listening, you may be tight with money. You may be trying to get out of debt. You may be trying to save for a house. You may be trying to save for a wedding, whatever it is. You feel so much pressure to please people to buy gifts. Yeah. Mm. And that's got to stop. Yeah. yeah. So you have to manage expectations. And look, we we spoke before about John's side of the family, but with my side of the family, we've always been fairly full on with gifts as in it's, like mum and dad definitely spoiled Anne and I as kids. Um, they didn't have a lot yeah, of a lot noticed. of money. No, <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, weren't wealthy by any standards, but they, at Christmas time, you know, we got looked after. And then that kind of flowed a little bit, you know, just to how we would gift to one another as adults. And I think that the older we've got, 
all of us and everybody's sort of in the same boat where we're like, we don't need to be buying all of these gifts for one another. It sometimes it becomes almost like a chore and it's unnecessary spending. So let's manage from both sides. What are the expectations? What are, you know, what do we make it look like? And I would say to anyone, Mm. and I've said it a billion times on this podcast, if you like me and you've got niece and nephews, Mm. do something meaningful. They just, I put money in an investment account and- I mean, they don't need more crap. That's right. No. And I'd rather go out and go to dinner with them that's and right. just spend oh, some and they, time. And that's the stuff they remember. We go to dinner and then get gelato and... Yeah. Yeah, and it could be the voucher book system or the uh, experiences, you know, but pre-framing just, just that time, that's what they're Just doing. time with the person. Yeah. yeah. The kids can't remember what we bought them as a physical gift for their birthday probably this year. Yeah. Or yeah. Christmas last year, but they do remember that we went here or we did this. We went out there yeah. with their cousins or... One thing that I'm also trying to be mindful of as well too is that I have this one side of the personality and it's the nature of the type of work that Pidge does and, you know, what we're surrounded by is that we need to be very practical and sensible and logical with money. But I also don't want to lose that joy of gift giving yeah, and, buying, and buying someone something lovely because there's a certain pleasure in that and that's a really nice thing to be able to do for somebody. And I do really enjoy the experience of going to the shops and wandering and trying to find something that I think that person would mm. really enjoy. So it's trying to balance the two, I think, for me, is that trying mm. to be sensible about it but also not take away the experience of, of Gift, gifting, gifting someone. Yeah and, yeah, and that's the whole thing. Like, yeah, yeah I kind of do what you do. Like I think of stuff or if I see stuff, I'll grab it and put it away for later. Yeah. yeah. Like your one's the banger this year, John. <laughs> no, I don't think I got you a present. Um <laughs> So, okay, so the gift stuff, use your brain, Yeah. take time. So and you've already got most presents sorted. Well, I'll get onto my list with what I do. But right. One thing I was going to say too, yeah. you asked before about back when we were sort of establishing. So I don't know if you remember, Pidge, but I think it was the Christmas we first moved home from Adelaide and we had Max was about 18 months mm. old and I was pregnant with Molly and we, you know, we didn't really... Ten years ago. Have work, yeah. Like mm. it was, you know, we were just really in that starting phase. And so we decided that our gift to one another that year had to be handmade. Oh, yes. And had to cost <laughs> less than $25. Wow. So this was our challenge that we set ourselves. And the fun was in. Yeah. Like it was fun. Yeah. And what was mine again? <laughs> what did you make me? Yeah. Pidge teamed up with my auntie. Oh, I think they right. just got totally sloshed yeah. the night before, he and my auntie making me these like photo frames, pictures of Pidge and I, and he decorated these photo frames yeah. with all sorts of stuff he found around her house. And <laughs> <laughs> But they kept ringing me and they were just, they'd had way too much wine yeah. and laughing. But it was the experience. It was, it was the fun in making it. And so it, yeah. it doesn't necessarily, like we say about it being meaningful or useful, but perhaps that's not the only way you can gift. Yeah. You can make it something fun. Yeah. And, um, you know, th- and that was that was funny too, that like mm. on Christmas morning having, um, you know, thinking, oh, God, what on earth is he going to yeah. have made me? Yeah, the anticipation. <laughs> yeah. That. That, like I, I can't remember what podcast it was, but you know how we're talking about instead of going out for dinner, we can all go and have a picnic together and, and everyone brings something and rug and whatever. Yeah, yeah. That That's the version of Christmas, isn't it, from a money perspective? Totally. Mm. And I would say like at the time of uh, this launching, it's going out on the 19th of November. We're not in December yet. Yeah. If your family hasn't talked about Christmas and presents yet and you're a bit strapped for cash, I would actually say 
jump in now and control the narrative. Send a group message to your family yeah. and say, hey, guys, what are you doing this year? What about we just do $50 limits yeah. and Absolutely. it's got to have a bit of blue in it all. Something yeah. like just Make it fun. control the narrative. Yeah, and Absolutely. So, you're not under this pretense as, well, I've got to get dad a present for $100 a mum and mm. this. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're so. saying to control the narrative. So, with the kids, um, I've kind of always said this is just a, you know, old, I think Nan used to say it all the time. It's always been in the back of my head. So, everyone's probably heard of it. But the idea that you get them something to wear, something to read, something they want and something they need. I don't oh, know if you've heard great. that little riddle no. before. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to write that down. What is it? <laughs> something to wear. Yeah. Something to read. Yep. something they want and something they need. So generally at Christmas time, the kids will normally get like a new pair of bodies or a swimmer or a rushy or that's like there's something to wear. They'll get a couple of books. Their want is their big thing that they choose and then I'll get them something else little that they need, you know, mm. never, Jocks. <laughs> yeah. never as much fun. But, you know, I think we bought them electric toothbrushes or something, you know, that mm. they think is cool, but like something little like that. And so I've kind of managed it with the kids that they kind of know that yeah. this is sort of the the yeah, model, cool. the rough model that I use. And I'm not saying that I only ever get them just one thing to wear or, one, I, you know, if they need shorts and a T-shirt or they need, you know, like I get them mm. more, but I kind of use that rough yeah, idea. And that's with it. They know that, that they manage, you know, that's, I suppose, mm. controlling yeah, yeah. the narrative with the kids. And, like, I'm just big on that experience thing. Like mm. last year, because I don't really buy friends expensive presents or mm. if at all, but, like, I – do Christmas events and Christmas parties. Yeah. And yeah. last year I had oh, a yes. Christmas party. A and actually, and if, yeah, if you Google Daily Mail, Glenn James, it'll be the first link. And I, journos reached out to me and they wanted to, some financial hacks on budgeting a Christmas party or a, a oh, yeah. Christmas event. And I said, oh, I'm literally just did a budget because I'm doing an event at my house for all my friends. Yeah. Anyway, it was a premium party. I think there was 30 people there. I had live music. It yep. cost like three grand or whatever. Yeah. But that was I an love experience. That. I love and that. Yeah. It just blessed the neighbor, like all the neighbors. Cause I told the neighbors are like, oh, heads up. I've got a live yeah. muso. Um, I've got, you know, people coming. It's not going to be rowdy. And, all the neighbours were like, it was so good. We were on our balconies with a glass of wine, enjoying nice. the live music. Really? And yeah. it was just such an experience. Yeah. And I'm fortunate enough in a position to do this yeah. with my friends. Yeah. And so this year, what well, I'm not doing that this year, but because I'm a bogan, <laughs> this coming weekend in Newcastle is the V8 supercars. <laughs> yeah. So, I, did, you, did I tell you about this? No, but no. I So, I booked a corporate box. Oh, yeah. So, Esther Bar, mm-hmm. uh, my favourite cafe in Newcastle, is right on the racetrack. Yeah. Uh, so, I've booked 12 tickets right. to take my friends, my dad and nice. my uncle and yeah. we're just going to go and enjoy the car race and it's all you can eat and drink and just a bit of an experience. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, I've told everyone, not doing Christmas party this year, guys, but um, yeah. we're going to the races. Yeah. I think what cool. you're saying there, though, is Christmas only needs to be limited by your imagination, doesn't it? Like, mm-hmm. you know, think outside the box. It doesn't have yeah. to be and a what, present under w- the tree. What is the most creative thing that you can do? Yeah. yeah. One, to imprint that memory yeah. or two, to save money. Yeah. yeah. People get this um, idea that it has to be money-based, doesn't it? I've got to spend mm. X. Mm. And I guess all these podcasts, like I'm sitting here doing a freaking podcast thinking – We're not really talking about anything groundbreaking, right? This is basic stuff. We're having a conversation. But when you listen to this episode, other episodes about topics, what they do is they allow your mind to think on topic while we're talking 
about mm. things that you can do. Absolutely. So, what will happen is you'll be listening to this discussion about Christmas. You'll have an idea about something to do for Christmas this year that we haven't even discussed about. But because mm. we're focusing the discussion in this podcast on preparing for Christmas, mm. you will get the gold out of that. Yeah. So, this year you're going to Victoria. Yep. So, have you entertained family at your house previously? Uh, we had, um, yep, my family last year. Last year. So, my mum and dad, my sister and her hubby and kids and her hubby's mum and sister and some friends So, of there ours. could be like 20 people or-ish? Yeah. Yep. yeah. So, how, how do you do on the food slash catering front? Uh, we just, like I shopped, it was at my house. So, I did the shopping and we divvied up the cost. Between the families. Okay, so you did all the shopping and said, all right, cough up 200 or whatever it was. I don't yeah. know how much it is. And that's costs. kind of, I, that's not really something that we've thought about because it's how we've always done it since we were adults. And I think probably prior to that, so my dad's one of nine kids. And so Christmas Day was always at Nan's place with all the aunties. And it was chaos. Yeah. But that's how they always did it. I remember them always being there, you know, oh, well, here's our, like they all yeah, shared the cost. Of of, so many. So many of them. Yeah. So for one, you know, for Nan to try to pay to feed, 50 of us was just not. So I think that's just how they've always done it. Yeah. And Mm. so for me, my mum's like one of heaps. Yeah. I don't even know. There's heaps of aunts (laughs) and uncles. We have mum's side of the family usually at my aunt's house for Christmas. And I don't think they divvy up the money. But what they do is, like most people will just take an esky full of their own piss. Yep. And mum will take the pavlova and someone will do yeah. the veggie. Or, or, so everyone just brings it all. Yes. And it's a big spread. And yeah. sometimes there's, there probably could be up to 50 or more people there. Yeah. So it's quite an yeah. ordeal. It's a good way to do it. Yeah. 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 And they, so they don't, because over the time, I think you've got to venture off to the, to the partner's place for lunch yeah, and, and, and the, somewhere else for yeah, dinner. Yeah, that's right. And the family is depleted as life goes on a little mm. bit. But um, I think you've just got to be prepared and smart. Yeah. So you you're saying you've got a funny story with Charlie and no so because we go to Victoria every second year right it's like Christmas with Pidge's family and a way of managing the the Santa thing when we go because we have to like once we're on the farm there's no shopping for presents it's I've got to be organised wow when we leave and I've got to have be able to take everything in Notice the car how she says I yeah, right <laughs> it's like I'm not even here <laughs> you're not. <laughs> Anyway. We. So, yes, we. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, John. No, true, true, Amy. <laughs> um, Charlie was always a bit of a bugger with keys, loved keys as a toddler. We've, you know, we could probably have a whole podcast on stories about Charlie and keys and the dramas he's had. But this particular year we'd, I'd wrapped all of the Santa stuff and I, we had one of the pods, the roof pods on the top of our car and so everything was in there. And locked up. And the kids have never questioned it because I would just always pack the car and they'd just think it was our stuff, our bags or whatever. But it's always been the Santa presents. And then when we get down there, I'd have to wait till the kids are occupied and unpack it and whatever. Anyway, so this particular year we're in the car and we were, I don't know, maybe five or six hours down the Hume and we realised that Charlie had been playing with the keys to the pod at home, like we were all literally in the car ready to go and something had happened. We'd have one of us had had to get out or something. And anyway, attention off Charlie and the keys for, you know, 30 seconds. And long story short, we don't have the keys to the pod. Wow. They're back home. They're, wow. <laughs> yeah. But we never found them, but they were back home. He'd done something it, with them. So we're in ah. Wagga. We stopped at a caravan park in Wagga, like a cabin mm. in Wagga. It was like a Sunday night or something, you know, three days before Christmas. 
And um, Pidge rings this like a... Straight out of the yellow pages. Yeah. Lock, like a locksmith. Like a locksmith yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, like this bloke was amazing. Like Pidge, yeah. Pidge has... He says, yeah, I can fix it, but you'll have to drive the car to me because I've had a few. So... <laughs> So I can't. He's just like, you. oh, you and me both. But I'll, <laughs> I'll right. risk it. <laughs> Let's have a few. Come round. Anyway, long story short, we ended up getting the key. But in the in the few hours between getting it unlocked and when we realised that we didn't have a key, I'm thinking, what yeah, the hell are we, we going to do here? Home. Like, how we how am I going to manage this with the kids? How am I going to? Are we going to have to cut into this, you know, thousand dollar pot on the yeah. roof of our car to get out the presents? So what are we going to do here? Are we going to mm. get there and tell them Christmas is off? But yeah. <laughs> he's a bugger. Mm. Wow. <laughs> crazy so any other points that you think could be of interest to young families that you've done throughout the years if you haven't started doing your elf on the shelf don't yeah that's good advice (laughs) don't start (laughs) because once you start you can't stop (laughs) the advent chocolates are good though i bought that i bought yours today yes yeah wow yeah you can do your advent calendar but oh that Oh. Yeah, Elf on the Shelf's busy <laughs> work, isn't it? Um, but one one thing I would say in general is we can easily get caught up trying to please like our immediate but also our friends in terms of what we give and, and the, those kids have got this present, like why didn't I get that sort of keeping up with the Joneses almost. So be yourself and be yeah, real. And that's what I want to, if you hear me say anything today, this year is the first Christmas if you're listening that there's no more guilt trips. Yeah. You know, the mm. Christmas trip isn't a guilt trip this year. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm going <laughs> yeah. to the family without yeah. guilt. Like yeah. that's the only trip we're doing or yeah. maybe a bit of acid if you're that way. But like <laughs> stand up to that person in your world. Yeah. yeah. No, sorry. It's on a budget this year. Yeah. I'm not buying for all your kids because I'm bloody broke at the mm. moment. Yeah. yeah. But budget doesn't mean that it's any less superior either does it meaningful like, yeah or meaningful mm. yeah yeah i've written a blog and there's over 10 little hacks that i've just thought of myself throughout the years with stuff that i do around christmas money practicalities yep what i wanted to first say is if you're listening to this now it's not a week till christmas mm. so we can we Got just time. need to get started now yeah if there's one or two things on this list or on the blog and i'll put the blog link right in the show notes because we won't get through them all they all won't be relevant to you. Run your eyes over them. Think about some of the things that I've written, adapt, change them, uh, but just be prepared. So the first one, it is the most obvious one on the freaking planet and a lot of people don't do it and they literally do not quantify and just write a bit of a list. Who am I actually buying for this year? Mm. Like mm. get a spreadsheet, get at your phone, grab a piece of paper And this will help you if you are following the Glenn James spending plan, this will help you for next year part update your spending and your gift section for holidays, Christmas gifts account, and then you'll have some money there for next year. So I'm going to do that. Well, knowing, I suppose knowing too that saying, okay, overall I can manage a thousand dollars this Christmas. How am I going to divvy it up? How am I going to divvy that up? Mm. Okay. So you have that on this side and then you've got your list of, who I've got to buy for, what I've got to do. So how do I make, how do I marry those two up? How do I make mm, yeah. them work? And once you divvy it up that way, there should be no rude shocks as in the thousand dollars shouldn't become 2000 and shouldn't, yeah. you know, I guess you can figure it out. So yeah, name, line item, yep. budget amount. Yeah. Yep. So dad might be $50, mum might be $50, might be $100, whatever. 
Uncle Pete that you've bought gifts for forever, he might be $10. Yeah. Whatever it is, yeah. if you've got the $1,000 budget overall, doesn't mean you need to spend it all, but we just need an attack plan yeah. mm. because it's, again, one less thing to um, prevent you from going overboard. Yeah. It's yeah. one more thing to prevent you. Yeah. yeah. So I always like to say as well, buy, say, five or so low-cost random gifts that are unisex, they're whatever, okay? Yep. Have them at home. And it could just be chocolates. They could be, you know, stocking fillers. Wrap them up. Have an empty card mm. because, you know, you get a phone call. Oh, we're all going over to, you know, yep. whoever's house tonight for Christmas yep. or yep, we do on, on Christmas mm. Day, have them in your car because if you go somewhere and you actually forgot, you can actually just do yep. that. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll say that. And that could only be $100 for five gifts or whatever. Yeah. Could be like a whoopee cushion or something. Could be anything, John. <laughs> now- I'm saying if if you are a bit on a budget this year, polish your turd this Christmas. So, <laughs> so what I'm saying is, can you buy some small, meaningful, personalized gifts and spend the time to get some quality wrapping, get a bespoke cards, right? You know what I mean? Like, hmm. you know, distract a little bit, bait and switch. I'm talking like... <laughs> Guerrilla tactics here. Like, so not your Carl's bag or something? Not your Carl's bag. No. So just if you are on a budget, smaller items, low cost, but make them look nice. Make them look like you put a lot of thought into them. Yep. So, What if you're environmentally friendly? What would you do? A paper's recyclable, mate. Yep. So you just, <laughs> and I know wrapping you, paper is paper by the <laughs> default name. Wrapping could you paper. use last year's? Sure, John. Yeah. You can if you like. One thing I've been doing for many years now, and I'm getting better at it, I'm calling it the GJ Bulk Buy. Oh, I gave you a, a, a scoop last year, ice cream scoop. Oh, you did? I've yeah. still got that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, we do. So, last year, I, got, I went on Amazon and I bought like 20 or so KitchenAid ice cream scoops. Yeah, nice. So, I was sick of going to people's homes and they didn't have ice cream scoops. <laughs> so, I'm like, I'm getting everyone ice cream scoops. Complicated so, life, this bloke, Liz. So, what yeah. to think about. Yeah. Absolutely, John. Yeah. <laughs> So do the GJ bulk buy the year before that, and they doesn't need to be they don't need to be expensive. I think the ice cream was like thirteen dollars or something. Yeah. The year before I did, I use a Swiss ultra soft toothbrush. And yeah. Like six dollars each. I bought like twenty or thirty of them or whatever. Yeah. Online, wrap them all up, and it's a practical gift. Nice. That's small, and it's become this bit of a thing that Glenn gets like, everyone the same thing. So it, yeah. And what are you going to get? Yeah. So it's a good friend of mine does something similar, but hers is always themed. So yes. she does it. One year, she decides at the start of the year. So this is my year that I'm going to get people something along this theme, mm. and she'll do it for our birthdays, or you know. So one year it was something to do with like being active, or and then another year it might be music, or mm. it might be so everything revolves around that. And so then she can do a bulk buy. She kind of yeah, knows good. that that's the theme that she's running with. Yeah. And yeah. just this morning, I ordered, I think thirty of these items on Amazon this oh, morning. Right. Yeah. What about the card? I do small, superficial print things. Mm. Yeah. I just got my Dymo label printer on the floor. I just do a batch print. <laughs> nice. So, it's more for me. About, it's more about the gift than the card in this instance because cool. of the bulk buy. For the love of sweet baby Jesus of Nazareth, no credit cards or afterpay. You know, if you, if you can't afford it, this is the year where you're freaking stopping and I want you to withdraw physical cash. If you've set an amount of $400 for your eight gifts or whatever it is, go to the shops, withdraw $400 cash, have that in your wallet. Mm. Don't spend more than what you've allocated yourself because 
this is the first year for some of you where Christmas, you're not going to be financially hungover for three months. Mm. Yeah. And this is why we're getting on this early in November because a lot of people might not have started or finished their shopping. Yep. So, one thing like, Amy, you scatter your gifts throughout the year. Mm -hmm. Another option is to grab a friend and go, you know, get rid of the kids or if you don't have kids, grab a friend and like, all right, today we're going to Westfield or whatever and we're just going to have a session together. So, use it as a friendship outing, girls day, guys day, whatever it is and go and do all your shopping in one go with a friend if you like or do it yourself. Mm -hmm. So, maybe just go in, bam. Don't do it the week of Christmas. No. Like, be prepared, people. Be mm. prepared. Yeah. It's a common one, isn't it? People doing it at the last minute. Yeah. Another one that I found is good is um, if you can do the shopping late at night. Yeah. So, I go late at night with my sister every yeah, year. That's right. It's yeah. dead. Mm. You know, human nature. We're under pressure. We are going to do dumb things when we're under pressure. Yep. yep. Simple as that. If you are that Christmas freak and you like all your Christmas trash, like all your hanging things or your reindeer serviettes and your plates with Santa and all that stuff, after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year, go and buy all the stuff for next year when it's half price. That's right. Mm. Like your lights. Yes. Your lights for your house. Totally. What can you do (laughs) to game the system? You've got to do the opposite of what everyone else does. That's The Boxing Day sale. Yeah. Which it's not just Boxing Day, it's a season. Mm. So my Boxing Day sale, I got my lounge in the box day sale, it was like the day, the week after Christmas yeah. or something. Yeah, so, right. you, you don't have just boxing day people. Yeah. No. Well, I know a few family family that I knew a lot when we were growing up that didn't do Christmas until after Christmas for that reason alone. So, they wouldn't give any gifts on Christmas. Yeah. And then they'd go shopping in the sales afterwards and then they'd give their Christmas gifts. Yeah, it's bucking the trend, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> So, we're just about out of time. There's another five little tips that I've got that you can look at on the blog, but I'll finish with one here, which I actually like, and it's for the people who aren't necessarily cost sensitive. It's that shop local at your boutique things. Mm. So, yep. do you want to I was just going to say, gonna say that? that one thing I've been looking at a lot here, and I actually don't think I've told you about it, Pidge, but that Buy From The Bush Instagram page, have you seen that? No. It's been started a few weeks ago. I think it's only a few weeks ago or so now. By a- oh, someone invited to me that on Facebook and I declined. Oh, well, you should, <laughs> you should go on for, it. For the drought. So essentially uh, this lady has just been gathering, uh, you know, she got some really good people to promote it. She's hit 100,000 followers on Instagram and she's basically showcasing all of the small businesses in rural Australia, in yeah. areas that are affected by the drought. Wow, that's amazing. That are, yeah, that are being affected because the farmers can't afford to shop in town. Mm. So their business is going under. And a lot of it is stuff that we could walk down the street here now and buy from the local Westfield. Yeah. So it's similar stuff. Or it's, um, you know, handmade products. It's things, some of it's food. So there was one on there the other day where you could buy your Christmas ham from a farmer um, yeah. and they would, you know, ship your ham. And so a range of good stuff. So I've been scrolling through that looking for gifts. So how can I, you know, not only buy a quality gift, but how can I put my money in the mm. right place as well? So it's like you said, Glenn, buying local, but trying to buy. Ethical. Yeah. Be smart with your dollar. Yeah, and, and that's why I like doing the local thing because mm. number one, you're supporting local business. Yeah. Yep. Number two, you are buying maybe more boutique presents yeah. that you're not going to get at the freaking that's right. end of the aisle that came out where no, Peach no probably shops. Yeah. <laughs> and three, 
they will often gift wrap it for free. Yeah. For less people, less pressure. Mm. Mm. So, I, I've actually just Googled uh, the Sydney Morning Herald, Lottie McCutcheon, owner of the studio and Tri Trangy or something, a hybrid cafe art studio in central western New South Wales. Just a few weeks ago, Lottie McCutcheon would be chuffed if she had to post three packages from her store in, but now she's doing 20 packages a day across oh. the country. Um, so, yeah, Where I think- Is that, that because of the buy Central from the bush? West, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's been brilliant. Yeah, the life-changing hashtag that's connecting city shoppers to bush businesses. And, I mean, this is the type of thing that we can do now. Mm. Mm. It's great. Yeah. So, don't be afraid to buy from the bush mm. and online. That's mm. right. Hopefully that's inspired y'all to try and do things a little bit different and we've got time, people, if you, you know, we probably get half of the episode listens within the first week mm. of them going up. So, we've been able to hopefully help a few people. Yeah. And that's it. Like any episodes that you listen to, if you can get one thing from it or one idea, that's a bonus. Yeah. I've got one definitely. To what, what was that? Just make a list. Yeah, I'm actually got to remember all the people he's got to buy for. I like seriously one. Yeah, (laughs) one person. What do you want this year? Yeah, that's right. I'll tell you, Glenn. You'll remember. Yeah, (laughs) message me, why? See, my mum just gets me like David Jones gift vouchers. Like my birthday was in June, and there's still a two hundred dollar voucher in my car. Like I just don't need money or gift vouchers. Yeah. So I might actually text them and say, "Look, let's not do." Yeah, Thanks and I'm not buying mum and dad a Christmas gift this year because I gave you a car for cost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. So no, thank you, Amy, we'll leave for it coming on today. But thank you, Amy. The people have been asking for you. Oh, yeah. I'm, they, I'm sure they really loved hearing from you. <laughs> you have all these highly educated guests come on, and then you have Us. Amy, <laughs> and then you've got Glenn and John. <laughs> So, thank you and uh, a Merry Christmas to you. Merry Mm. Christmas to you too. All right. Bye. 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 If you are after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. But if you do want somebody to talk to, jump onto sortyourmoneyout.com and click on Get Help and I'll be able to put you in touch with an advisor or a mortgage broker who can actually sit down with you or have a Skype or a Zoom meeting and really work out what you need based on your own personal circumstances. My Millennial Money supports A21. A21 is a non-profit organisation that exists to abolish slavery everywhere. These guys rescue real people from human trafficking across the world. If you want to learn more about how you can contribute to the fight against human trafficking, check out a21.org forward slash au. Remember, we hang out on Insta at My Millennial Money. If you're a regular listener, you're welcome to join our Facebook group. If you want more money hacks, be sure to subscribe to My Millennial Money Express. It's short money hacks anywhere, anytime, right into your ears. So, 
just a little after-party discussion. We're just talking off microphone. I thought, oh, we'll throw the microphone back on. <laughs> so, Ames, hmm? you you know, you've got some advice. Parents, if they're speaking with Santa, yes, what would you tell them to tell Santa and why? Well, my advice, and this is just from talking with lots of other families and observing, I suppose, over the last 10 years, is that Santa should bring the kids one gift. And it shouldn't be the biggest or the best gift that they're going to get. That should come from you as the parents. And I guess for a multitude of reasons, but it, it stops those questions from kids as to why why does our neighbour next door get, you know, a motorbike from Santa and we only get... A Hessian sack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we're getting some colouring pencils or yeah. why does Santa discriminate um, with his gifts from child to child? Whereas if if... If Santa, if you know, if the blanket rule was that Santa brings every child one gift, you would never have those sorts of questions. And then it's also their appreciation as the, the children's appreciation for the presents. They're not understanding the effort that goes in mm. to you, like from the parents, is in giving these gifts. There is an extra level of appreciation when they're thinking, but oh. If I was a parent, yeah, I would be like, Santa brings the big expensive gifts. Oh, you're too old for Santa now. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> no, you're no, kind but, of shooting yourself in the foot. <laughs> but you know how like um, John's not even got the microphone. So no, we'll, no, no. no you, John, no, you you sit there and you talk on your phone. You do that. <laughs> so you know how like I've, um, I'm pretty like self-aware yeah. and I've always been a critical thinker. Yep. From a young age, I always thought it was weird. Two things. Every movie that I watched with Santa mm. and the elves in the workshop, yeah, they were all making wooden toys. Yeah, <laughs> and we don't get wooden toys. What's with that? And then one year I got a bike from Santa mm. and it was too small. Oh, why didn't Santa know? Mum had to take it back Ooh. to Kmart. Mm. So, and then the practicalities, like, I don't know, it's magic. And if you're listening, kids, maybe you can tell me. <clears throat> How the hell he does it in one night? It blows my mind. Mm. It is. It's freaking trespassing. There's all sorts of things. Break and wrong. enter. Break and enter. That's why those movies are cool. Yeah. And the police chase him and, and I bet if Santa was yeah. a bit promiscuous, there could be some, some how's he how's he fit down the chimney? What if you don't have a chimney? How dirty the kids he ask get? that all the time. We don't have a chimney. How does he get in? Do you unlock the door, Mum? Do you leave a key out? Yeah, yeah. Do you leave a key out for Santa? No, <gasps> magic. Oh, magic. So wow. last year, um, our eldest was asking lots of questions about this time of year about whether Santa is real, and he was getting really upset about it, wasn't he? Like yeah. it was really, he was really emotional about it and he just wanted me to tell the truth and he, mm. he kept saying, I know he's not real, mum, but you need to tell me the truth. You, you know, it's not fair. Um, everybody knows, but I don't. You need to tell him. And I said to Pidge, right, okay, if he's really that upset about it, the time has come, we need to talk. So I took him for a drive and I, I told him and I, I said to him, you know, what, what was going on and I said but part of the deal of you now being old enough to understand that he's not is that you then have to keep the magic alive and you have to you know you can't spoil it for your younger brother and sister and you know you're now responsible for helping all of that and anyway he listened to it really well he took it all on board anyway never mentioned it again not once mentioned it and he's the type of kid who would go like try to be in on it and try to tell his brother and sister didn't mention it anyway 
six weeks after Christmas or so, he says to me, you know, mum, I know that that day in the car you were lying to me. I know that. <laughs> right? I know. He's overthought this. Yeah. I know that Santa is real because, and I know that you just said that to stop me nagging you about it. So it's okay. Like I understand why you did that because I was nagging you and I was upset and I know that he's not real because I know that you and daddy wouldn't buy me so many presents. (laughs) And anyway, he still hasn't mentioned it. He's still 100% convinced. Wow. So we've had the conversation and he's done. As parents. Reverse psychology. Lying to your children yeah. is it child abuse? Yeah, it's hard, isn't yeah. it? So we didn't. <laughs> no, but he we do. Lied. <laughs> <laughs> we do. <laughs> it's hard. It is hard. Uh, my I, cousin, who's mm-hmm. now you know thirty-two or three, however old she is, I remember when we were kids and she found out she was like very, very upset, yeah. and angry at her parents that they'd lied to her for so long, and she's like, "I can't believe that mm. you've." Fair enough. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? What mm. do you do? Do you spoil the magic for them? A part of you know, My you... temperament is like, yeah, spoil the magic, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, I want to know. Just don't <laughs> lie to me. Just need the truth above all. That's right. <laughs> At what age though? Three. <laughs> <laughs> so our youngest, if we told him now, he would be the first, that like that kid that went to school and said, yeah. Santa's not real. My mum and dad told me. Why do you believe? You that would have been a critical thinker. That'd be three. Oh, I was. Mm. Like, <laughs> bizarre. Head of your time. But um, did well, I, speaking of you when you were younger, did yeah. I see a photo of Lauren with Erin at a wedding on the weekend? Uh, maybe. I think I did. With yeah, what? Whose wedding was it? I don't know. I didn't recognise the bride. But was it on Facebook? Yeah, it was on Ezra's. Um, um, hang on, Facebook. Actually, it might have been on Instagram. I'll find it. But Erin's yeah. standing next to Lauren in a photo as a guest at the wedding. Oh, was that? Yeah, because Mum had the kids. Mum and Dad went to foster to babysit the kids. Ah. Uh. Yep, it was up at that Green Cathedral. Yeah, here they are. Oh, my sister's not on Facebook anymore. Um, oh, yeah, Erin um, Henry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, who did you think? I, I don't know. <laughs> she's dead to me. She left the podcast and she's dead to me. Yeah, there they are there. Yeah. It must have been, um, oh, hang on, Christy Burns. That's her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Christy B, I looked at her Instagram. Yeah, because they all work together. Oh, and Tay's there as well. Mm. They all work together at Orview Brown. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, do they? Yeah, Lauren was a legal secretary. Ah. Yeah. That's how she knew Aaron as well. Right. There you go. All right. All right. Yeah, because my sister, she deleted in, uh, Facebook. Oh, so she? she's only on Insta. Ah. All right, John. Well, tomorrow right. morning, what time do you want to leave? Um... I can take this off now. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yep. (laughs) All right, bye, guys. Bye.